What is happening, Internet? It is Friday. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly here at geektainment.tv, live at the NRM Streamcast Studios in beautiful Michigan. Michigan. Where exactly are we? Somewhere around here. That's what I'm going to say. I am, of course, Andy Bishop, one of your hosts, and joined with me this week, I have the wonderful and illustrious Corey Stewart. Ooh, hello. Corey. Hello. I really like your hat today. Hello. Oh, yes. Oh, my, yeah, digital, want, my digital Detroit D. Your, your, your oh, digital yeah, D. Yeah, my digital cool. Detroit D. Your yeah. digital D. I was D. very happy finding That's this. Pretty nifty. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, across from Corey, we have the wonderful and not always Lonely Island boy, Ian Benzman. Wait, wait. Привет и добро пожаловать в Джектейнмент еженедельно. Yeah. Oh, you learned a new language. Hello, welcome to Geek Weekly. I know, but I sound kind of digital when I speak it. Well, very good. We, it's we've, weird. We've now put some Ruski on it. And this week we are joined by a special guest, the Sonic Mania boy, the Hedgehog himself, what? David Boot is asking you know, that David, special. Yeah, David is more is known for more than just sound and Sonic. Yeah, he's wearing a Sonic shirt. I and know. why am I bringing that up? Because we're going to talk about E3 a little bit later today. Yes, mm. yes, we are. So before we do that, make sure that you go ahead and tweet at us at GT Weekly, and and then and then no and then no and then and And make sure you give us a call you can give us a call live at 844-999-9249 to yell at us and tell us how wrong we are on all our topics so Ian hi Matt Bomb (laughs) one day he'll watch one day he watches all the time oh well good hi Matt Ian what's going on this week I'm window shopping that is That's true. What's going on. Ian, oh, welcome back. We're Ian. Ian. We're doing a yes, show. Yes, yes, I know, I know, I know. Welcome um, back, Ian. So I don't really have any ridiculous news to start. Off. Oh well, I guess we can talk about this. Um, no, that's later in the show. Um, yeah, so, yeah, okay, this is a great show. Uh, no, uh, let's talk about I'm that. I'm sorry, I no, was window mind. shopping. No. I was telling you the truth. Um, no, so um, you know, Swamp Thing was canceled already, which is kind of like a big bummer. Cause I don't know if you guys have watched it. One I episode, watched two, watched two episodes. It's really good. It took one episode to get canceled. It's really, no, it was more. It was a money thing behind the scenes with production and incentives and stuff. It actually wasn't. It wasn't like you know, oh, they're not competently making the show. It was mm. more. It was some like some kind of weird clerical funding error. Yeah, it's weird. But the, the rumors are like talking HBO and whatnot. But the rumor, I'm so bummed. The rumors they had a, a multi arc season like story plan mm-hmm. that involved the Justice League Dark, which oh, I think wow. would have been really cool. I mean, there's a lot of different characters that have popped up, but they're basically like it's like the Magic Justice League. Yeah. The um, magic. The magic. <laughs> the ma- yeah, essentially. Yeah, well, no, because like Superman's like invulnerable to magic, and Batman's Batman. Invulnerable. Yeah. To, is there magic in in Batman's universe? No, no. Superman is is vulnerable. I'm saying. Superman is vulnerable. Man. Yeah. Right. At least said Batman. Well, you no, said Batman. No, I, I said. Yeah. I said. I meant. Like, I was going through Justice League. Lots of I was going through yeah. Justice League. Exactly. He's a. Okay. He's a Wait. How do we know that Superman's invulnerable? Because they said it in the, in the comics, comics multiple times. But what type of magic has actually been tested on him? All sorts that? of magic in the DC universe. Well, That's why like, there's a Justice so, League dark. So if Voldemort and Superman got into a fight, Voldemort would die. No, Voldemort no, would win. Voldemort oh, he would win. win. Yeah, because Superman's invul- is yeah, he's invulnerable to magic. He's vulnerable. He's vulnerable. To magic. He's vulnerable. vulnerable. That's why I was like invulnerable. I was like, wait a minute. You said Batman. You said invulnerable. <laughs> 
First of all, I'm Batman is invulnerable to magic. No, no, Wait. no. Look, have Batman's you ever watched a... Batman: Brave and the Bold? Batman okay, is Superman. Okay, yes, but Batman. <sighs> He's Batman. What are you gonna do? He's Batman. Prove me Dude. wrong. You can't. You can literally find him as Bruce Wayne and just shoot hey, him in the face. Hey, I, I can do that right now. But uh, uh, let's but see here. He's no fictional. Oh, yeah, there a, he goes. He's B, dead. He got he got his butt kicked at the end of Titans. Wow. Uh, that was a hallucination Batman. It still could have <laughs> happened. That wasn't even really Batman. It was that an was, alternate that was, timeline. That was Dick Grayson hallucinating that he was beating up Batman. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, robots Fuck in Batman. disguise. No, you know, it's funny. Um, it was one of my favorite memes where it's like him talking to Starfire, and she's like, how do you get Dick from Richard? And he goes, he just asked nicely. <laughs> I saw, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. He's going to take that up with HR in yeah. the Justice League there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. the, I wonder who handles HR for the Justice Probably Aquaman. Definitely oh, Aquaman. Have to, Aquaman no. probably handles HR for no, Justice They'd have to have like clerical people who aren't superheroes handling the day-to-day stuff. No. No, well, because no, if they're I feel superheroes, like only a super HR person could handle superhero HR issues. Would it be could you imagine that? You get superpowers, but there's super HR powers. <laughs> I have the ability to <laughs> how fairly do- decide how everything should play out in I, HR. I know who, who's in charge of HR. It's Plastic Man. He has the ability to stretch himself thin. <laughs> You're stretching that joke pretty fucking actually, thin. And, yeah. And, and actually, Plastic Man would probably and be you the didn't, last you person didn't to fail be. to deliver the that anecdote thing. But keep going. Anyway. My question is, who's in charge of HR for the villains? Nobody. 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 They're villains. They're bad. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Mm. The Joker slaps whoever he wants on the ass and gets away yeah. with it. He's the Joker. Yeah, you but mean, don't you think that he's... If Harley there was, Quinn might beat him up a little bit for touching another chick. <laughs> but if but there like, was an HR, he would like constantly the, be seeing HR. The only thing, and this is this is, this is is canon in-universe, he does pay his taxes. So <laughs> well, you don't want he does have coming a, to get He you. does have an accountant. So Who there's that. That's true. Joker. Joker. Yeah, it's true. How is it? Why, well, why? there's the, there's also that whole it? episode with uh, from the animated series where he gets all the funny money from King Barlow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he, he ends up going to jail for tax evasion because. Yeah. yeah. So I've been uh, I've been very frightened that we're going to lose the DC streaming universe app. Me too. And so That's I've been big I've been right running now. through all the stuff, and I actually watched Batman Ninja last night. Oh, it's pretty good. All right. It gets ridiculous, and, and it's like here's the thing: it gets it's, so it's made. It's made by a lot of people uh, in Japan yes. from a Japan-based studio, so it definitely has that feel. Like, oh yeah, without, at I one mean, point it was that like with the houses fighting at the end. Well, the, the the whole thing where it was like Batman was in his like little suit of armor, and then a dis- a image displays on a screen that shows a cartoon Batman getting booted out, like as a hey, I'm about to kick you out. Like Batman would never design that in his schematics to. Like show here's a little chibi style Batman. Chibi, how do you know? Because he's yeah, Batman. What, what other joy met? does he find in this world? Exactly. Other than besides, drawing, punching, besides punching, his lobster punching, and his punching. Guitar solos on the Batski. Batski. Are you are you window shopping now? Nope. Yeah, he's totally window shopping now. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at oh, those X Men original figures. No, I'm just I'm just reading ahead. Reading ahead. Uh huh. <laughs> sure, you are, buddy. Um, so, um, the, so you know, like after Robert Pattinson got announced as Batman, we started hearing rumors about like who the villains are going to be. Mm-hmm. And we're like, sure. oh, it's Catwoman and then Penguin. And Penguin, and then it's like, well, Bane's in it too. And it's like, well, wait a sec. Apparently, there's actually going to be six villains. The rumor right now is there's going to be six villains, which means in one movie. Yeah, but it almost makes me think like it's going to be more like a long Halloween style thing where each villain is more of a supporting like he's trying to solve a case and he comes across these villains as opposed to like we're going to team up and beat up Batman. Like, gonna... uh, do you do you trust DC? 
enough to, to, I trust to go with I trust that. Matt Reeves. So if they're using it in a case like Batman's trying to get clues and he goes to Arkham to ask Two-Face about... You know, known accomplices of like, like the that. Penguin. Like, I, I'll, I'll bite on that because a lot of their animated shows do that uh, yeah. quite a bit. They'll still show like five or six villains in a movie, but like only one or two of them are like the main antagonist. Yeah, so we're getting Penguin, Catwoman, the Riddler. Uh, this one's interesting, but not shocking. It's Firefly. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, that's an um, easy villain. Two also, Face. Two Face. And then uh, I'm, I'm pumped about this Mad Hatter. Yeah, of course you are. Granted, yeah. those are all rumors. Sure. But, I mean, we've never seen the Mad Hatter in live action. All of these other villains we have seen in I know, live and action. the animated Even series... Even Firefly was on, like, um, he's on Arrow. Yeah. He was on Gotham, too. And, uh, well, the Gotham, anim- the, the animated suck. series uh, Mad Hatter uh, it, uh, was fantastic. I, I loved that. Well, everything loved about that, the animated series It was, but I just really loved that story arc of him, where he was more in love with somebody, and then all of a sudden he's changing people. Yeah, so they, they actually they, so they s- switched up um, Mr. Freeze's a little bit in the comics a couple years ago mm-hmm. where it was that Nora Freeze wasn't actually his wife and it was just some woman he was obsessed with which made like I think him a little bit more interesting mm. no I thought so no that makes him less interesting because now he's just a creep yeah he's a <laughs> creep, he's a creep. Just a creep. Where, where, whereas before he was this troubled person he's who just, just yeah, wanted tragic. his lost his tragic love now he's just a creep Creeper. Who's now just freezing people because he's a creep? Well, if, if you're, ha- they down did that already. It was Good. The, I think it was for Rebirth or the New Fifty Two. It was, it was the, New Fifty Two. Did, did Grayson dream that up too? No, no, <laughs> he didn't dream it up. He, he just was, had a weird dreams got, about people. He got poisoned and he was like hallucinating. Oh, or something. No, I don't no, really no, remember. No, 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 oh, no, Trigon, whatever the blah blah. Yeah, blah, blah. I will say I, since we're hitting on this a little bit, I really enjoyed uh, the Hawk and Dove episode. Yeah, that was like probably the only like. Fantastic episode because it was just show. so emotional, and it was just like they built this character like that was like, oh okay, you know Hank who plays who who is Hawk. It's just like okay, there are other superheroes in this world, whatever the fuck. Like why Plus, are they? Why are they in the show? I really then, really love Alan Richson as an actor. Yeah, well they gave him such an interesting That's that backstory. Castle. Oh okay, yeah. he's like basically he was like you know. He was sexually abused to defend his brother, oh. like by oh, by his like high, his like elementary school coach. No, yeah. oh, it's like Nightman all over. Again. But but it was Our just day. like. Oh. <laughs> but no, it's like it was just a really interesting, deep like episode, yeah. and it was like artfully done, and it was just great. And mm. I was just like, I was like, I was getting like a little emotionally Emotional, chucked yeah. up yeah, and choked up about it. Art, it was just artful. I found this good. really cool Netherlands Art Deco poster. Oh, boy. Sorry. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <and> Bye, show. <laughs> oh, no, this is a neon cat with sunglasses. Okay. Great. So let's take a, let's take a second to talk about Lobo because yes. Lobo is bursting out and getting his so own show. I have not seen the premiere of Krypton yet. I'm going to watch it later tonight when we yeah. get back from the show. Um but apparently Lobo like steals the few minutes he's in the episode. Yeah, uh, and he's getting a spinoff, which is I think kind of cool. Um, a pair. I mean, I'm excited if he's that good. Where they're like they haven't even put out the episode yet. They're like, oh, we're giving him a spinoff. With how good the first season of Krypton was, all for it. So David, being the uh, resident cape shit curmudgeon in the room, sure. do you know anything about Lobo? No, but I, I like the idea that 
DC is just so like sick for ideas. They're like, oh, this guy did a good thing in this. We're gonna get him a show right now. Right I, now. Like, we're that's just, how it works. Though. I see a little bit beyond that because Lobo is like just basically an intergalactic bounty People hunter. People have wanted to see him in something live action and for it, a really and long time. And he's like, he's kind of like you know jokey and like he's he doesn't give a man. shit. Oh, so he's basically Deadpool. Um, kind of. He's sort of Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Except he doesn't break the fourth wall and he rides an intergalactic motorcycle. <laughs> That's even worse. Brad Garrett voiced him in the animated series in the 90s. Oh, Brad Garrett. Yeah. Mm. Everybody loves Ray-Ben. Ray-Ben. Oh, Ray-Ben. Lobo. I'm Lobo. I'm going to kill hear, you. I can hear that now. I can hear that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, I was oh saying it. Oh, my God. There's a Dragon Ball Z radar. No, there was He's a... still looking hey, at shit. Hey, put it down. I put it down. No. For the, the, for the rest of the right. so, so, Batman Hush. Release date. Moved up. Not on the rundown. Just popped up. Sure. Let's yeah, talk let's about talk that. Let's talk about that. I'm super excited. We watched the trailer a couple months ago now. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I'm so excited. It's coming out July 20th digitally, um, August 6th physically. I really, I really like that story arc, uh, in the books. Um, yeah. and it was just, it was just super interesting just seeing whenever Batman has to like struggle with his, his, uh, consciousness and, uh, you know, it, it's just it just deals more into the whole like detective side of Batman, and yeah. I just fucking love that. Well, that's what the Batman's supposed to be about, like the like the new Reeves film. Good. Like, it's way more detective Batman and way less like punch 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 Batman. punch, 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 you punch in Batman. Face. Yeah, um, I learned karate and uh, then wait, I punch so you in face. Cue up, cue yes, yeah. man, you're the worst. I am. Um, <laughs> wait, do we have a soundboard up? <laughs> I was say cue up, cue up some really sad like flugelhorn music. You're know, like taps or whatever. What's that fucking called? Oh, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> taps is yeah, yeah. no, not taps. The sad one. Yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. Yeah, the sad one because there's some news that just popped up. Well, don't talk about it yet. Just, just. I'm waiting for your sad, sad flugelhorn. Just flugel. 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 Okay, what? Well, <laughs> play taps. Play something sad. I'm trying, and but not this... Kenny G. Well, go on to the next subject, and then we'll talk Fine, about it. I guess. Give me some time, because the internet um, does not want to work with me. Away. Um. So, um, this one, uh, this one, I think everyone wants. Mace Windu, or Sam Jackson said he wants one more run as Mace Windu. Yeah, but do you see that actually happening? No, but it should. They Give should, have, they totally. should have an anthology film where, like, it turns out he didn't die. He just has mechanical hands. Well, that's out. what I'm saying. Do you yeah, really think that Mace Windu died? Man, Mace Windu. The man was like one of is honestly in my book the best Jedi, and he dies by getting pushed out a window. He's the best Jedi, and then yeah. he gets killed by based Jason. based on what? Yeah, like yeah. Being Samuel, by him being Samuel Jackson. Yeah, okay, purple. so that's it. He's just well, Samuel okay. Jackson. No, no, okay. no, no, no. The fact that okay, so. He went through all the Clone Wars, right, and yeah. fought through the Clone so Wars. So did Obi Wan. So, so did, did a lot of people. But he still died. Obi Wan died by just so getting. So did Yoda. Did Yoda really die, or did he want he to go to the greater Okay. Did he? Yoda just gave up. I am one with the Force. Obi Wan purposely himself get killed to become more powerful because he knew he was an old man. Right. Yeah. But Mace Windu though, like, just gets pushed out a window. So after getting electrocuted. Yeah, but do you think that like, do you think that really would kill him? Um, I mean, anyone who's really good with the Force would survive that. Right. Yeah. 
no, here's what you do. You, you give him a spin-off game. You yeah. give you give like a or base a comic window or something. Rise to to Jediism. But you just go through the <laughs> fucking mist Rise to Jedi is I don't know how you get there. You're the Metachlorians. Whatever, whatever's no, canon now. Get out of here. That's, I, I didn't write that. I, I think it's Teslas. You, you get there by Teslas. Oh, they Teslas? Just, they just yeah, cast the Aqualad as uh, in, in the Titans. I'm, anyway, yeah, t play yep. that, please. So, today would have been the day that Justice League 2 would have came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, we'll never see that movie, probably. Although, um, yes, salute, salute. What could have been a okay sequel to a crappy movie? Uh, yes. Uh, the only the only thing fitting is if the taps oh, end in like a fart sound. It, it's actually kind of funny because while we're playing this sad song for Justice League Two, there's a trailer for the new Men in Black playing. Yeah, I saw early. that. I I heard it's quite disappointing. Mm. I wasn't expecting great things from that movie. It looked okay. Nah. It looked okay. It looked like Thor looked and Valkyrie just going and buying stopping suits some aliens, and then which is and stopping with Thor Ragnarok. Right. Was, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> but it's not. It doesn't have the same like fun writers behind no, it. That's true. Or the shit writers. Does not have yeah. Taika Thank you either. for the taps, Andy. Uh, one thing I will say, as I, I mean, I didn't watch the movie. Obviously, I don't give a shit. I didn't but, see it either. Uh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, I'm not gonna go see that. You're not gonna go see that. I am a giant X-Men fan, and I will not go see. There's a reading on Rotten Tomato right now. Like there is 14%. But Toy Story 4 has 100%. <gasps> <laughs> the, there, I, I never should have asked him to grab that soundboard. Uh, but what I was going to say is is Dark there was this really nice cut of like Dark Phoenix um, I believe it was uh the shapeshifter girl. Oh, uh, Mystique. Mystique is mm -hmm. like grilling uh, Professor X about he's never given up anything in his life. And it's a super cut of all the stuff that he's given up in his life <laughs> over the movies. And that she should have known this. Yeah. It was like the stupidest thing that was said in Dark Phoenix. Wasn't, uh, wasn't, there, wasn't it? There's also a scene where she's like, it should be ex-women, not ex-men. Oh, men God. never save anything. And like the, literally the scene before, it's like two men saving people. And it's like, hey, I am. As but you, sure, it has been like a long, exasperated side during. I, as you know, they lost I, it. Yeah. I, I, I do support the women's movement. Sure. Yes, and I things do. Like that. But Keep getting your good boy points. That's right. Give them to me. But my point is, this is just this is just terribly dumb. Pandering. Yeah. And it's pa it's it's heavily pandered, and it's just well, it's Mystique, not even good writing. Mystique in the comic books and in the animated series had such an edge. It had she was such an edgy character where she kind of was almost a loner, even though she followed uh, Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. But they immediately turned her around by giving her this humanistic side, which she's not, and it was just. Terrible how Jennifer Lawrence just played her. Well, like I even she was done because with she got uh, famous and they're like, We're no, 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 that because I was okay with what's her face, um, who Rebecca played Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, yeah. Well, not Stamos anymore. No. Rebecca Romaine. Um, I liked guy. her Rebecca rendition of that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, oh, uh, <laughs> I liked her edge on on or her take on Mystique, but then all of a sudden it was just like, oh no, Mystique's like just a little girl. Trying to just win yeah, her way through life. She literally just stopped giving a fuck. Well, yeah. then they made her, like, terrible. really good. Was. And it was like, she's going to be a crusader for other mutants. And it's like, eh, shut up. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Wow, That's how I feel about the it. Soundboards are coming in real nice today, Andy. Shut Thank you. Up, Corey. <laughs> Get um, the hell out of here. 
So yeah, the the, the what brought, kind of brought that up was the, you have on the rundown here. Deadpool two spoil the major Dark Phoenix. Thing? Yeah. So in Deadpool two, there's like a cameo from the X Men, which you can clearly see as like a green screen thing that they shot while they were filming Dark Phoenix, but like put in Deadpool two. And there's no Mystique and there's no Jean Grey, Mm-mm. who are the two deaths. And oh, yeah. So they kind of spoiled that. Oh I don't man, I'll never see that movie. Like you were gonna see it anyway. No. I'm a giant. Expert, right, is that is that in depth that. when they when they show them all and they close the door? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's funny. Right. Did they do that on purpose or was it that must just have been. maybe? It must have been. I mean, they had to have everybody who was on set during that time, and obviously, or maybe right. and it's just it was just like so an crazy coincidence. I mean, two people not showing up out of what, like ten? That's not that. Difficult no, to make not, happen, not and horribly, like have their schedules still, not align. No, yeah, especially still, those though, two actresses. You for, know, for the two busiest ones, absolutely. Right. But at the same time, though, like, come on, you know, come on, they're dead. Yeah. Come Get on, over it. Space trucking, come on. Yeah. And this reference is like crazy today. Oh, there's a Thanos in a holiday sweater. <laughs> you didn't give up. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> He's still looking at shit. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> after Deadpool 2. People are um, taking time out of their day to watch and listen to and us. Sorry, you guys sorry, have Matt. noticed that I'm still window shopping, so. Mm-hmm. Matt Baum is watching this um, show right now, and he is depressed. So, um, apparently, <laughs> Kid Cudi was just cast in Bill and Ted 3. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Doing, I heard he was going to be doing some of the music, too. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, I would like to finally hear some Wild Stallion music. Nope. You gotta <laughs> keep we, that genre. You gotta keep that well, movie you franchise keep that, going. You gotta keep that mystery. You know, <laughs> they just never created music. That's right. What, you know what the premise is for the movie, though. It's that they get so old and they have kids, and yet they still haven't written that song that saves the universe. That's the premise of the movie. That is that is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, they still haven't written the song, and they're like in their fifties. Yeah, no, oh, that's yeah. good. The Isn't now middle-aged best friend set out on a new adventure when a visitor from the future warns them that only their song can save life as we know it and bring harmony to the universe. Whoa, we forgot to write it. <laughs> oh. it took us a long time. Oh my gosh, twenty-five years. Wow. Just Probably different, less than that. Just a different planet. I love it. But yeah. it's. But what is, does it say what Kid Cudi is going to be playing in this him film? No. Just him saying play He's playing Kid Cudi. I mean, whatever. I'd be cool if he was playing Kid Cudi. I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay if they just had a whole slew of musicians from nowadays, like, coming in and, like, No, just... no, because that'll date the shit out of this movie, unfortunately. Mm. And then, like, yeah. a year, two years from now, this will be like, oh, it's that movie know, that the had the first that... one had all those old, famous people from history. Those were kind of... Yeah, different. they're so fucking dated. <laughs> I mean, Bach, that's so, like, what? Who uses well, Bach who do, you th- who do you think... But that wasn't, gonna... like, somebody that was in that time era, you know? Who, who but th- that's the joke. Yeah, the- that's a joke. Who do you think? Um, who hey, do you, hey, who, who do you on, think man. is going to replace George Carlin though? Kid no Cootie. one. Kid Cootie. Kid Cootie. George R. R. Martin. Kid Cootie. I heard. I heard Whoopi Goldberg really was interested in playing that part. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I. I think he's not kidding. Actually. No. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I would be more uh, attuned to just having like them use like a hologram. No, do not hologram George Carlin. And he's just he's just doing his old stand-up bits, so it's like completely <laughs> just like the <laughs> dirtiest words in the world. Let me tell you. You ever see a man running at full speed, shitting his pants? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this movie got edgy fast. <laughs> get on the plane. I'm gonna get in the plane. 
This has nothing to do with Bill and Ted. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, also... Something that I was excited to see, and I know that I'm not going to get a chance to, uh, you know, go to one, but Nickelodeon is launching a pop-up Good Burger restaurant. Dude, right. I want to Welcome go to the Good to that Burger, so home badly. of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? I hmm? want to go to that so badly. When I was a child, I saw that movie, and I loved it. And I have an aunt who's deaf, and then I, I had to explain the whole premise of the movie to her with sign language. With sign language, and it, the, I mean, like, can you wait? What is it in sign language? Welcome to Good Burger. Do uh, welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your order? I wasn't done. I'm sorry. Home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> That's impressive. You had to do that a lot during that. Yes, movie. <laughs> yes, I did. Like, and the like. Here's the thing. I, it was not like she was watching the movie and I had to sign. No, I was just. Ex- I was like a child. I was like seven, explaining this movie to my aunt. Oh well. For, I don't know why. <laughs> That's okay. It was it's great. But it took it took like an hour. Everyone needs to know about Good Burger. It sure. took an hour to sign like the premise of this movie. Like you- I went into detail, like in this scene, Shaquille O'Neal comes out. <laughs> did you have uh, uh did you ever try making these uh special sauce like as a kid? No. I don't need to try and make special no. sauce Corey. Oh, no. well, there's a scene where he's like in the kitchen and he's like throwing in a bunch of stuff into a yeah, giant yeah, pot. Yeah, and yeah, I actually yeah. did try other like ketchup, mustard, pickle juice, and there's like onions. Well, it's garlic. actually pretty close to making a burger sauce. I mean, it's, yeah. it's mayonnaise. It's like mayonnaise base. Uh, it's like two parts mayonnaise, one part ketchup, one mm-hmm. part mustard, mm-hmm. a splash of white wine vinegar, mm-hmm. some onion or onion powder. I use powder because it just blends well. Right. Why um, do you some sweet relish? Me know sweet how to relish. Cook. Um, and then what she else did I put in there? Trying to learn. I think you and I, some salt. Yeah, and some salt and a little bit of garlic, and you garlic. stir it up, and you got a burger sauce. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's actually pretty close. Boom. Boom. Welcome Simple to David's cooking corner. Um, but I love So here's the thing. So it's it's starting in July 10th, right? Which which is saying it's supposed to coincide with Comic Con that's happening that uh, that week. Mm. I don't think I want to be anywhere near there during that no, time. No, I don't want to be anywhere near the Comic Con. Because if it, if this was just like it's 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 just coinciding with the start mm. of re- rebooting this franchise, yeah. fine. But this is like during like one of the busiest Man. times in that area. It's in July. F that. If it was in September, I'd be there. Oh well, you know, how long is it going on for? Is it a going week. on? Just so, just for the week of Comic Con. That Comic-Con. is the dumbest yeah. thing. We're gonna have a pop up yeah. store to make burgers. Yeah. For no, a I don't want. I don't want to be it's here. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting three hours for a subpar burger that was like made from like frozen patties and like flown in just because um, it has the word "good burger." If Keenan and Keller serving it. I'll buy it. Was there? Was there? Well, that's different. Out that, that's like oh, that's shit. like an experience, you know. You, I can get a flugelhorn for two hundred fifty. Oh my Stop! God. Stop! <laughs> you know what I need? I need those, I need those exoskeleton seat things. Those seat, for that. Oh yeah, the exoskeleton seat. So sometimes, sometimes Facebook advertisement is like right on the money with certain things, and I got this yeah. advertisement because I've, I've thought about this before, and I know people were working on it, <laughs> but it's like these little exoskeleton things that you put around your body, and like you can like sit down. Wherever Anywhere. you're standing, but, like get back up and walk. Yeah, it's still attached to you. And I'm like, I'm thinking like at conventions. Yep. And like standing in line in places like that, mm-hmm. I would like totally love to like be in line for like an autograph and just like sit down, <laughs> done. Stand back up. Stand awesome. back up. Back down. Keep walking. That sit down. Awesome. Yeah. Done. That Don't have to worry about good. like hurting feet. Thousand dollars though. It was yeah. It well, okay. So the actual one was like oh my 3, 
Uh, it was 3,500 euros, which is about 3,500 dollars ish. It's it's give or take. Like I mean, here's the thing. Like I was like picturing this thing that like it basically lines up with your legs, and then when you sit down, the legs fold out. No, this thing is like it's like like a legit skeleton. Yeah, but it's like like there's like this is great. Yeah. It's it's made by like uh, no no sense or something like mm-hmm. that no one no yeah. one well they, I think they originally that. tried because I think I read this article that they originally made them for line workers for like auto shops well or that's like what they're whatever. showing in these right images. right so you could be at your station get up easily move to your next station yeah. sit down and like take rest so you can work longer which that's is like nifty. terrible because it's like you just invented something for somebody to just work longer but, but I found some dude, knockoff someone ones someone just gave me an idea. I found some knockout ones from Korea for about a grand. So I just I, just I don't trust my people to. I just bought a Thanos glove that smells like the inside of a, yeah. It, a rubber you know boot. I don't think it said which if it was North or South Korea. So <laughs> I I found one called Lex L E X Bionic Chair, and and basically it's exactly what I described. My third first thought was just no. legs that hang. Oh yeah. No, I've seen those. It's like those costumes for Halloween. They're, you know? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think they're called like seat pants or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Seat pants. <laughs> well, we're pants for your seat. Yeah. Well, Wait, while no. we while we try to wrestle the computer away from Ian to get him to pay attention, I am paying attention. I'm on bleeding cool right now. We're gonna take a short break and He's watch some. Cool. We're gonna watch some trailers. So sit back. Yeah, one trailer in particular. Well, sit back, and relax, and enjoy the trailer. Banana splits. The banana splits. Sometimes at night, I see the splits riding around in the little cars, laughing and singing. Who's excited to see the banana splits? Yeah! Rebecca, I'm canceling the show. What? Hi, kids. Put on your happiest faces. Because the Banana Split Show is about to begin. Where are the children? Mom, get out of here. Time's almost up. up Why are you doing this to me? Please! Let me out! Now the show can go on forever and ever and ever. Come on, you fuzzy son of a... I just really want your brother's birthday to be perfect. We're gonna have so much fun! Wow. Right. That is just... Okay, so let's let's take a second and break this down. Sure. So, this is a an, an old IP, right? Yes. And the owners of the IP were like, hey, go ahead, take this beloved childhood well, IP it must have and been murder. A, I think it was more of probably a case of like someone got the rights, I have to imagine. Unless someone was like, hey, I've been trying to sell this again for however long, and no one's buying, and you can do whatever you want with it. I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, I, I feel like the, the time for that weird, like, crazy... 
pizza franchise Chucky kind of thing has like gone and passed, but I yeah. mean, I, I'm pretty interested in the movie. Well, that's what gave me the idea for uh, Blue's Evidence, plus the conversation we had in the studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're always at Chuck E. Cheese's. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's a really cool place. <laughs> I to used to work at Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, so obviously, the comparison comes to Five Night at Freddy's with this. Um, little this, bit, I'd, yeah. Very much a bit. Very much Only, only the only thing that's changed is like the setup of why the people are there getting killed. Um, but otherwise, it's pretty much. I mean, this weird animatronic thing goes crazy. It starts mm-hmm. killing people. Yep. Fine. No, but those are people in costumes. No, but one of them was like, like a robot. No, no, in no. Those are robots. Wait, those look the, like robots. The, 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 the robots. Did you not yeah, see? Did their you not faces see the melted off? face? The I didn't like they had like they had like. Unless they're cyborgs. I did not see that part. Or people inside robotic I'll bodies, which are then covered in fur for whatever honest, reason. I got really excited, and I didn't see half the trailer because I was very excited. I, I picture Ian just jumping up and down. Yes! 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 Yeah, yeah. So something, something akin to that. Something akin to that. That's, um, what, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. But, but, More confetti. But Five Night at Freddy's is still like going strong. People still love that game. The, I think they just released like the VR version oh, yeah. of it. So oh, that, that's, that's where that goes. I won't play that. Shine. So nope. they can, I mean, this is definitely still in prime time for that sort of uh, well, now I really want. Now I really, really want, uh, that this is a video game. Do you want that as a video game? That'd be great. We'll just play Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> Shut up, It's already it, Don't do okay, it. Okay, so probably what they do, um... The, what they could do is they could do like a Five Nights at Freddy's meets the Banana Splits game. They could easily do that, and that would probably be really successful. Bananas. Well, I feel like the I feel like the setup is different though. Like I I think what I'm getting from this trailer is that they're doing like these calls, like have kids come in and this crazy guys sticking the robots after them, whatever. Whereas at Five Nights at Freddy's, you're basically being hired on as like the night watchman for this pizza chain. And it just so happens. Oh, that's very shit different. Goes, shit goes nuts. It, 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 it is very different. different here's here's oh. the thing. Why the hell do they need a night watchman if the robots come alive? To keep them in check. Um, yeah, to keep them. In, they don't like want to the They got to keep them in the museum. Yeah. 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 It's like night at the museum. Okay. So here's the thing. If somebody goes onto your property and your you crazy robots them. kill them. Then you're now liable for the death of somebody when you should have kept these. In, in so le- unless it's breaking and entering, and depending on which state you're in, it's totally lawful. To kill. I like how you're more concerned about the liability than just well, I mean, the crazy. No, that's a good point. Die, you know. That's the only way to logically like put this forward as like a realistic thing. No, no. Is who that, cares if anybody's dying? I'm, I, I don't want a lawsuit on yeah, my ass. No. Absolutely. No, so that's really dependent Not on the all. state, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you know, it's this those... happens in a state where that is not a thing. Okay. <laughs> Which state is that? Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. You just pulled that out of your ass. Sierra just came home from Hawaii. She told yeah, me. I'm sure that's exactly. <laughs> there you hey, go. Hey, you're local, right? <laughs> if someone comes into your house and you murder them, let's say Texas, because oh, yeah, you can shoot anybody in Texas. Yeah. For so this would something really they can. get away with in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, sir, they broke, they broke into our factory and these are animatronic things killed them. Are we Isn't okay? there a place in Yellowstone where you can? Go actually lead somebody and murders like okay yeah how there's, is there's that a, a there is actually no there is a legal gray area in Yellowstone what what, what is the gray area no, like, like no like legitimately there's no like, no no, like, no it's gray it's you go there it's all gray it's a, it's a jurisdictional thing okay so that's what it is <laughs> that that's what I was trying to ask so it's nobody has jurisdiction over this area. yeah yeah it's something like they yeah. had to have changed that by now I maybe I don't know no. do you want to go with me to Yellowstone no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. 
He knows you can't coerce him. No, no, so here's the thing. That's the thing, is even if they can't get you on murder, they yeah. can get you on kidnapping. So That's you have to true. get someone to voluntarily go. I've thought about this. <laughs> you got to get oh. someone to voluntarily go with you. Otherwise, it's, it's kidnapping. Hey, guys, there's a Comic-Con in this Yeah, area. I don't think I'm going on any more trips with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only in Yellowstone. You're going to worry Oh, about I don't know where the fuck we're going half the time. Touche. Wait, that's the exit. That's how I like oh, it. Oh no, this is a shortcut. <laughs> I like to keep you guys on your yeah. toes. It's like ten, it's like ten hours later. Yeah, yeah that's right. We're going here. We're, we're actually stopping here, 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 here. I didn't here, think here. Illinois was ten hours away. No, it's ten hours in my book. Illinois has been ten hours away for Fun years. years. <laughs> hey, I got jokes. Oh, I got jokes. You guys want to talk about action figures again? Well, <laughs> <laughs> they've been dead for ten. Ian! <laughs> I, I, I knew that I shouldn't. I was. Yes. Boy, that was a. So oops. you you messed oops. up on that one. So uh, obviously the E3 coverage. Um, this year, Square Enix announced the Marvel Avengers. I know, and every one of the character design looks atrocious. So the, not the, that bad. The funniest thing I heard is that Hulk they're, doesn't look too bad. they're well, the off-brand serial version. Yeah. Of <laughs> so speaking of E3, we have um, Ash and Caitlin on the phone who actually just attended E3. So we're going to chat with them a wee bit about hello. Well, E3. Hello. Hi there. Oh, oh my gosh. They're not hey. dead. Dash Paulson. Is not it now? dead, but, but fried. I'm, I'm quite fried. Oh, I'm, always oh. fried. I'm always fried. Right, well, there you go. Well, how was E3, Ash? E3 was, uh, was exciting. It was great. Uh, I will say, though, that it was kind of a soft year. Uh, it was a weird experience walking around. A, PlayStation wasn't there at all. Yeah. And B, a lot of the big publishers, like... You know, Square Enix and Capcom, they brought great stuff, but they only brought one or two games each. So it was not, you know, a classic-style E3 where every you know every company brought, like, multiple games to play. Even Nintendo only really had three major tentpole titles to play. Yeah, yeah but so I was... great. I mean, I was a super excited, speaking of Nintendo, hearing about the new Legends of Zelda game, you know, just a, another version of Breath of the Wild. Like, oh, this is going to be so great. Right. Yeah, direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. I'm sure you guys have seen the trailer right now. It looks really dark, kind of Majora's Mask cat. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it, it, and I'm very excited about that. Which is funny because I always got Ocarina of Time vibes from Breath of the Wild. So if they follow like suit with with the how the how the games progressed, that would be very interesting if they go like a darker route with this one. Hmm. So I agree, and the way you see what what we believe to be Ganondorf next snap. Oh, it ball, has to be Ganondorf. It's so macabre i love it yeah. yeah i i did love the announcement for banjo kazooie for smash yeah. like <laughs> how they played it off like oh my gosh seeing the their shadow outline it's banjo kazooie and it's like nope it's duck hunt dog and he's like haha yeah. got you again it was fantastic because it was like a double like a double troll on top of a troll because they did that with king Fei rule yeah they kind of reused that joke for banjo kazooie and I don't know about you guys. I, you know, Banjo was one of my favorite games growing up, and I, you know, he has represented a so far unrepresented history and uh, or part of Nintendo's history in Smash. And the fact that he's finally here is just—I I was bouncing up and down on my feet. The, the entire Game Explain team wore. We were just, and actually, the whole media room, as everyone started seeing the trailer, you could start hearing these eruptions of just like, Woo! and 
I, I think oh, they were just excited not to have another sword character. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh, not another Fire Emblem character? Great. I know. That, you know, that, that one's hard, right? Because Dragon Quest is incredibly important, incredibly relevant, especially in Japan, and absolutely deserves to be in Smash. But what you're saying is not lost on a lot of people, and that it's another sword character. However, yeah. there seem to be some pretty cool gimmicks. Like, I like that there's a, some sort of mechanic where Hero can choose from a menu, like an RPG turn-based menu, to select a move. And I don't know how that works yet, but... That is so Sakurai, and so is the Banjo trailer. I mean, I think the thing about Banjo is, or sorry, about Sakurai is that he not only knows what characters people want, he also knows how they want them revealed. Yeah. And that that Banjo trailer was absolutely perfect with the the Spiral Mountain uh, rearrangement by Grant Kirkhope. Um, I mean, I as a Nintendo and Smash fan and a gaming fan, I'm just so over the moon excited about that. Now, a lot of people are like, uh, that I've been hearing, I've been saying, oh, yeah, we're getting Spyro games on the Nintendo, we're getting a bunch of ports from Nintendo, but here's the thing. Growing up, I didn't have a PlayStation. I've never played any of the Spyro games, and I'm yeah, super excited that I get a chance to explore these, you know, at my own pace you know, on a handheld. This is, this is it's really exciting to me that I get this opportunity. Oh, I'm excited for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yes. So oh, man. Oh, man. And I don't want to be that person. Was it was it bad? I, I, I think well, as, as a hardcore Marvel fan, I think it'll be happy enough. But <laughs> the game's not great. It really isn't. Uh, it's unfortunate. And, yeah. and that extends to what you were. Well, I didn't play it, so I can't say that for sure. It wasn't playable at the show, but I did hear you guys talking about the Avengers. Yes. Yeah, wow. That like that Captain oh, America man. looks like like that's my uncle cosplaying as Captain America yeah. or something. It, yeah. No. No. My uh, my buddy at Game Explain called him the Avengers because they just, <laughs> they feel like not. They feel like knockoff Avengers. Which really yeah. Which I mean, Iron Man literally looks like. A knockoff, like that looks like someone cosplaying as Iron Man. Iron Man yeah. looks like he needs a haircut. Whatever. Even that's even before he gets the long hair. Too bad. We're we're gonna be dealing with this for a while because pretty much the the MCU has just like set up how everybody sees the sure. Avengers from now on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's gonna be really hard flipping people's minds because it's gonna yeah. have to be yeah. like super unique. And well, it's I don't need them to look like fucking Chris no. Evans. No, no, no. I know, like... and that's the thing is that yeah, they don't. They really don't. They should actually look more like the comic book characters. Yeah. <laughs> But that's not the direction well, they're going because well, they're riding off the wave of, yeah. of the MCU well, right well, now. Well, Ash, what do you what do you think of the uh, the multiplayer function? I guess for the Avengers because it's not going to be multiplayer through the storyline. Yeah, but you can have side right. quests with friends, but you can choose and actually play the storyline through or the side quests. I guess uh, as just one character or multiple characters. Yeah, and it just seems like such a scattershot approach that they're taking with this game. It mm-hmm. just feels like they don't quite know what they want to do with it. Yeah, it, it feels it, it really feels like the the recent outings of Square Enix actually. Like well, it's just, but, and it's like after Spider Man, I know it's not the same company or whatever, but like after Spider Man came out and like blew everyone away. Like if you're gonna put an Avengers game out, you gotta blow everyone away. Oh yeah, you know you gotta have like an right. Arkham City style like level mm-hmm. awesome game. Mm-hmm. And then and the production right. value because nobody nobody said that Spider Man in the the Sony version had to look like Tom Holland. No. It, it was just right. a Spider-Man, yeah, and that was fine, and nobody said anything off. about that. Yep. Um, yeah, but there's something off about the art direction. Plus, not to mention the fact they had their pick of the Avengers, and there isn't as like it's not a very diverse yeah, cast, it's, right? It's not. No, it's, it's literally not. the film one. Minus Hawkeye, Black Panther as part of the you know the, the first lineup, right? 
Yeah, because oh. what you have there is like that's the originals. These like in non the right. interesting characters to play. Well, you have you have, you have Ant Man. Yeah. I'm bummed about that. That's no, true. that's like one of my biggest bummers about the films is we're never gonna get Tony and Hank and Mr. Fantastic in a room yeah. together. Yeah. Like I'm so bummed well, about that. I guess as I understand that. it, as I understand it, at least Kamala Khan is narrating. I think that that's what I heard. Really. Maybe. That's interesting. I don't know. The new Miss Marvel? That's very interesting. So Possibly. I, I don't take that to the bank, but I feel like I heard that somewhere. I'm already on the way to the bank, that. Ash. So, so I think we Make should talk about... a bad check. <laughs> I think we should talk about what moment won E3 this year, because there's always a moment that wins E3, and that was obviously Keanu Reeves taking the stage. Okay, so, so the Cyberpunk. I get I get everyone loving Keanu Reeves because I love Keanu Reeves, but where is all... Like, all of a sudden, it's just like, it's chic to talk about how awesome Keanu Reeves is. Because he's just a good dude no i yeah. agree but like he is a great guy it came yeah. out of nowhere oh it's just because yeah. it, for for the longest time he's just a very humble guy and he's not really in the public guy so it's just not really a thing that he does but unfortunately he's like had these blockbuster movies come out he's unfortunately. got yeah. poor keanu reeves poor keanu blockbuster making good films. products he's got this he's got this like he's got this constant eye in him right now so like anything he does, and like he's 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 known to be good in the off like off camera realm, and yeah. good to be on camera. So yeah. that game but looks right. awesome too. The game looks amazing. Um, I, apparently, what just was announced recently is that he will have the second highest amount of lines in this game, only second to the main character. I did see yeah. that. Wow. wow, they're really going all in on it. Oh yeah, and and from what was and said, would, yeah. and from what was said is that if they weren't going to get Keanu to do this role, they weren't going to do the role at all. Like, this yeah, was no, only going to happen if Keanu. Wow. And I was there for the reveal live action. Oh, that's Jeez. freaking awesome. And it came on the heels of things like one of the coolest surprises at Xbox, I thought, was Fantasy Star Online 2's coming to yeah. Xbox One. Which I couldn't believe that, that. That died like six, seven years ago, that localization project. So to see it resurface now was such a cool surprise. Yeah. And, uh,. You know, my, you know, did you, did you guys see the uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps trailer? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. What? Beautiful. Oh my God, I love that first. That first one is yeah. like one of my favorite like games ever. Yeah, uh, he doesn't the, shut that, up about yeah, it. It's true. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's so and, true. Uh, I'll, I'll say you, you guys said Keanu Reeves was your moment of E3. I got to say, Banjo is mine. But oh, yeah. uh, I will say that, that Nintendo did not have my game of the show. And this kind of goes back to the Avengers because we're... I, I think it was Andy, you mentioned that how you felt it was like Square Enix's output in general lately. And I kind of... I like a lot of their stuff still. Like, I like Kingdom Hearts 3. However, my game of the show was Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it isn't even close, you guys. Really? It was so... That that demo that they had was polished to a glimmering sheen. Oh, you were able to play it. Oh, I got I, I got a whole hour and a half deep dive with it. How? Oh, wow. what? Like forty five minute presentation and like thirty minutes of, of playing and, and just kinda hanging out. It was everything so, you saw in the trailer, I would I played. So and from what we saw So what we saw in the trailer is sort of this mix between like active time battle and uh, like action RPG. How does that mesh uh, gameplay wise? So it's well. It, it basically you build up your ATB charges by doing by landing regular Buster Sword attacks using the square button, mm-hmm. and then once you have a a charge filled up at least one, you can press X to bring up the command menu, and from there you can choose you know, spells, which are again determined uh-huh. by the material you have equipped to your weapon, uh, abilities, and eventually limit breaks. And you can switch between characters on the fly. Every character has a unique ability that only they can do in terms of uh, you know 
spicing things up in battle. And I like for Cloud, for example, he has two different stances, almost like a fighting game, where he has one stance that's like speed and, and ability focus, and he has another stance that's focused on overwhelming power and strength. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of layers of that yeah. battle system. There is, and I have to say, like I was going in expecting a you know a slightly Kingdom Hearts you know style of action RPG gameplay. Yeah. Layered over Final Fantasy VII, and that would have been good enough for me. Mm -hmm. But I was not expecting this really super inspired meeting of the mind between action RPG combat and and how did the, how did the uh, the computer controlled players sort of feel during combat? Were they were they acting competently, or did you feel like you needed to jump from character to character in order to get stuff done? They were definitely acting competently, but the game, I mean, the AI is great, but the game does encourage you not to stick to a character, although it does actually say in the menu, play how you want, if you want to stick just Cloud or just Barrett, mm -hmm. you can do that, and the AI will, will take care of you, and it does, but I, I'm the kind of person who wants to switch around, but I don't oh, yeah. want to play Cloud. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, that was the whole fun of the game. That was the whole fun of the games is, is is building up the strategy between all the characters and having mm -hmm. them like combine into one sort of like unit going forward. So right. that's that's and, really uh, nice to hear. The only the only bad side yeah. is that we don't really know where this is ending, uh, and as far right. as as story wise, because we know that they are cutting it up into like different blocks of like yeah. story. And from what we were sort of told, and you could probably like protest this, is that. It sort of feels like this chapter is going to end when you leave Midgar, which is such a really just crappy point to leave off on because you're sort of in this like crescendo forward in the story and just sort of like, yeah, now right. you're there. Well, I'm wondering if it might actually end slightly after that when they go to Calm and Cloud starts reminiscing about his flashbacks to Nibelheim. That would make that the most sense. like it would be a really good, because that's not, that's not that far after Midgar, and they could just go straight from... Yeah. Under the motorcycle chase to a cutscene and calm, you know, and and Cloud goes to you know, start reminiscing. That would but be I nice. I have to say, I, I know some people are upset that it is only Midgar, but given what I've seen, like if they're really if they are remaking, reimagining this universe and these characters and this world from the ground up in the way that they did, or in the way that they appear to be doing for the first part in Midgar. I'm, I gotta say, I'm okay with it. It's so good so well, far. Well, I I feel like I feel that, like. Yeah. Where most of this, like where the holdup was and why we waited so long, was was perfecting the the engine and and the the sure. battle system. Once it's all in place, I mean, this is just a matter of going going through the story beats, setting them up, and releasing them with with voice acting. So we can right. realistically see like a new chapter coming out every three months, every six months. Uh, Possibly. So, so we're not I waiting like six years. Oh yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah, and but, I mean, we, we may end up fighting safer Sephiroth in 2030. But, you, know, <laughs> you know what? If that's the case, I gotta say, guys, what I played of this has me incredibly optimistic. Midgar only or not. Nice. I, I, I'm very happy about this in a way that I never thought I would be. Yeah. I think a lot of people wouldn't be because I mean that was like one of the sacred like cows for a while. Is like you can't you can't mess with seven because it's pretty much what people consider as perfection in the RPG realm. Yeah, I do remember playing that for the first time and just like going like that was my that was my entry into Final Fantasy in general and to like that style of like RPG games. Like oh, see, mine I was had never mine was ten. I'd never wow. played any. Of those games, and it just blew me away. Uh, it, it seems like Microsoft didn't really give us too much info on the uh, the Scarlet project that they got Not going really. on. They, from what someone said, it really, it really feels like they took the press announcement for the PS5 
and just rebranded it for Xbox. Yeah, it's like, it's like it hey, we're we're making a new console. Yeah, and here's a picture of some circuit boards. Here's, yeah, 100, 120 FPS. Okay. Yeah, and like four times more powerful than the Xbox One X. Whatever that means. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't dislike Xbox at all. Oh right. no, absolutely not. I just yeah. I was I was actually very happy with the uh, the ultimate game pass that they released because obviously I'm a PC that was person. Very cool. Yes, um, that was very interesting. The first month is a dollar, so I mean just do it for the month and see how it is. But I mean you can, I'm playing like Shenmue. I'm playing. Uh, oh, I love Shenmue. What was the uh, the Sea of Thieves is on there? Oh, it is. It is. Forza Motorsport Four, nice. like and then and then the Master Chief Collection is coming to it. Mm-hmm. Metro Exodus is on there as well. So I mean, there's there's some great games on there, especially like moving forward with the Halo franchise. So which I I did enjoy that trailer, but again, it's just a cinematic trailer. It doesn't really show yeah, us much of anything. Right. I mean, I, you know, I I'll always come back and try out the Halo games. It's Me just looks like Master yeah. Chief got bulked up, like the super bulked up though. I, I mean, even in that cinematic trailer, I'm afraid, and maybe you can attest yeah. to this too, Ash. Like I feel like E3 is becoming more of like the cinematic. Here's what's coming up next. And then they use the smaller cons to release like gameplay stuff because I, it it is, it's sort of happened in the last couple of E3s where all we sort of saw was just cinematic stuff, which is fine, but and, you know, right. we want the meat, you know, like, we like yeah, cake, I but mean, we want the meat. Well, then go to Arby's. Right, they had the yeah. meat. Yeah, <laughs> even Nintendo's Direct was, was it had a lot of gameplay, but it also had quite a cinematic trailer as well. And yeah, I, no, I, I hear what you mean. If anything, I feel like LA or sorry, if uh, the E3 is becoming. Almost akin to PAX LA. This is my 21st E3, so I've, I've seen it for oh, quite wow. a few years as it's, as it's uh, changed over the years, and it, uh, it it feels like it's becoming a glorified PAX. You know, it's still an insider show, but only barely, and really you only get the insider stuff if you have a media badge. Yeah. So, you know, when you go with uh, anyone else, you're basically out there with the people with the gamer passes who are there attending it as if they would a PAX, or, you know, their food trucks, it, it, does, it does feel that way ever since it sort of became a free-for-all as far as, like, entry to it. Because for the longest time, E3 was only, like, invite-only. Like, you could only be invited to go to E3. Whereas now right. you can buy an E3 ticket, and it's no big deal. But you don't get to go to the media yeah. events, which I'm sure you were part of. Exactly. You don't, without a media badge, you don't get to go to the events, so yeah. separate invites, and you don't get access to the media room, so you yeah. can't upload content from the show floor. Well, shucks. Ash, in your opinion, right. what was the biggest flop moment of E3? Hmm, the biggest flop moment. Um, man, I, I, I almost hate to say it, but I, I think the Avengers is up there. Oh, wow. Um, in terms of a really, really big flop that's for a small title, uh, I would say Contra Rogue Corps. Uh, I think that was a really, really, really terrible oh. deal in the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, and I actually played it yesterday. It was my last. It was my last game of the show. My last appointment of the show, which is a weird way to end E3 on, on a new Contra that doesn't really feel like Contra. But I played it. It actually isn't as bad as the trailer makes it seem. But it also doesn't feel like anything Contra fans would want, in my opinion. So it's a weird thing, and that felt kind of like a flop. But in terms of a big on a on a massive scale. Yeah, well, although I have to say, I, I didn't uh, go to Bethesda or Ubisoft E3 conferences, but I know both of those were really bad. Uh, from where I, like, I tuned into both here and there, and I, uh, you know, I talked to friends and stuff, and people who watched Bethesda especially said it was just a train wreck. So <laughs> it may be one of them, but in terms of what I saw and played, I, I was 
pretty excited to see what they were doing with the Avengers, and it just felt like a massive just flop to me. I'm like, what happened? Well, for me, unfortunately, it had to be the PC game show where they announced that Shenmue 3 would be an Epic Store exclusive. Oh, which yeah. is very unfortunate. Um, because the, the Epic Games Show was sponsored by Epic Games. Well, the, the PC gaming show was sponsored by Epic Games this year. And, and we, we, we sort of knew that they were going to pull something where something was going to be exclusive that wasn't already announced. And it just so happens there's a couple, but the biggest one obviously was Shenmue 3, which was crowdfunded and then bought by Sony and now bought by Epic Games. So it's just like it's really unfortunate to see that sort of, you know, go that way. And what's really unfortunate is that we have run out of time. Thanks so much for calling us, Ash. Thank you, On behalf Ash. of no all of us problem. at Geek Tame and TV, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Ash, are you still there? I'm, I'm glad we could let nope. you...